welcome back to the My Everyday Chaos podcast, a podcast for women looking for God's voice and biblical focus in the face of daily distraction. I'm your host, Alexandra Goman, and today with me on the podcast is my dear friend, (laughs) bride-to-be, Katie Edelman, and I'm so excited that she's here with us today. Welcome, Katie. Thanks so much. I'm excited to be here, too. So I have been plotting to get her to sit down with me to record an episode for a long time, Mm -hmm. and we finally made it happen, (laughs) and I'm so excited. Katie is going to talk with us today about body image and spirituality. Yes. So... I know we're all thinking about getting those summer bodies ready (laughs) after a long quarantine. And I I think this is something that I really was feeling the need to really consider in my own walk with God. Mm -hmm. And I think, I feel like, hey, if this is a conversation I need to have, then why not take it public? Absolutely. (laughs) And Katie is someone that is really passionate about having a spiritual mindset on body image. So Katie, so glad that you're here to talk about this with me. Thank you. Absolutely. No, I'm grateful to be able to share. It's been a wrestling match for me too, so. Yay. Well, hey, I'll hand it over to you. Take it away. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm obviously really grateful to share on this topic just because I have struggled with this for a really long time. Like, Mm. I, um, in high school and in college and in my adult life, have stood on the slippery slope of disordered eating. I've seen nutritionists and doctors and all these different things over the years to kind of help me through my wrestling match. And Mm -hmm. I think the extra advantage that Christian women have in dealing with their body image comes from their relationship with God. And I think the thing that we do probably the least is the thing that we need to do the most, which is bringing God into the conversation about our body image. Like body image is a spiritual thing and God has to be in that conversation. And I think for me that started through really honest prayer. Like instead Mm -hmm. of saying, God, I feel really insecure today. I'd say, God, I don't like the fact that when I sit down, I have folds and rolls and other women don't have those things. Like, and being very clear about that kind of stuff and very Mm -hmm. honest. And I think I've gotten a lot back from God, both in wisdom and love from the people around me, but also from scripture. I mean, I wish I could go on for hours about a mile long list Mm. of verses in Genesis 1, 2, and 3, and Hagar in Genesis 16, the whole book of Hosea, but especially chapters 2 and 11. You Mm. think about Ezekiel 16 and John 10, 10 and Romans 12, 1 Corinthians 6, 2 Corinthians 3 and 4. Like, okay, the list goes on and on and on of all these scriptures that have really helped me um, in this conversation where God has just given me a lot of guidance and helped me understand things differently. But I think the most profound thing as I started praying more honestly was that I just found that I was giving my body or deriving the purpose of my body from the wrong thing. Like I was Mm. deriving the purpose of my body. It was coming out of how I looked like the whole purpose of my body was to be portrayed a certain way in photographs to look a certain way in front of men or women, whether it's for attraction or admiration or any of the, like the purpose of my body was what it like communicated to the outside world. Yeah. And I think that's something I just kind of picked up along the way of being a girl, but that's not the purpose of the body of my body that I see through all of scripture. Wow. And, you know, 
when when the religious people in Jesus's day asked him what the greatest commandments were, he said it was to love God with your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. And I've had to re-understand the purpose of my body through that lens. Wow. Like when I think about the purpose of my body through what God thinks the purpose of my body is, it's to love him completely. And if he created my body and molded me, then it's not very loving for me to slander and criticize the temple of his Holy Spirit. Wow. And it's not very loving of me to not honor him in the way that I think about earthly things and heavenly things, earthly things including my own body. When I think about the purpose of my body when it comes to my friends or the men and women in my life, it's not about impressing them. It's about serving them. It's mm-hmm. about providing them with affection and hospitality it's about the ability to get down on my knees in prayer for them. Like, wow. that's the purpose of my body and my relationships with other people. And then I think about just embracing, like, obviously loving God, but also being loved by God. Like, using my body to embrace his grace and in generosity and even with food. Like, food could have been super boring. It could have <laughs> been, like, manna and quail every single day. Yes. But it's not. It's flavorful and it's interesting. And I think that's, a, like, a generous thing from God. Yes. And I want to embrace that generosity. Mm-hmm. And so it's just been this metanoia of, wow, the purpose of my body has nothing to do with how I portray to the rest of the world. The purpose of my body has so much more to do with what God defines for my purpose mm. and, and, and how God sees me and how I want to see God. And that's been kind of the, the pivotal change in, in finding joy in my body. Wow. That is so powerful to think about this idea of, wow, okay, my body, in many ways, I, I think one of the things that stands out to me is my body's not for me. It's really for God. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the biggest things that stands out to me about what you're sharing about the greatest commandment. And I, I love that idea because I do think it's that metanoia, changing your mm-hmm. mind. Like even my body is a, it's a living sacrifice. Yes, like yeah. even it's not just a bit meant to serve me all the right. time. It's meant to glorify God and praise him yeah. and honor him and so how has this kind of shift for you cuz i know right it's one thing to like make it spiritual <laughs> <laughs> to like have a shift yeah it's another thing to live that out totally. in practice yes. and especially when the world mm-hmm. and tells us the opposite of that yeah. all the time about our bodies and the messaging that we're getting yep. and you know, is adorn, 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 mm-hmm. and fix, and fix, and fix. Mm-hmm. And so how do you kind of live that out, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in the world that we live in? Totally. How, how have you kind of figured that out? Yeah, I mean, one of the biggest things is just changing my goals for my body. Like, wow. when I think about, like, fitness and when I think about health, I mm. had to make a big shift. Like, it's when I think about, like, the summertime coming, I'm not – I'm not looking to be active because I want my body to look a certain way on my hikes. It's because I want 
to be fit enough to enjoy my hikes. And <laughs> and that changes the way that I do fitness, right? Like it's I'm no longer concentrating my fitness on making certain parts of my body look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Instead, it's just like I just want to be able to climb up a mountain without dying of being out of breath. Like that would be really <laughs> great. Or I want to be able to like walk and be excited and happy at the beach and gosh, I mean the beach and summer clothes in general is just hard, but I think changing my goals to be about like how can I mm. how can I make my health and my my food choices, my exercise choices about embracing and change the way I think about those things. Yeah. But also in my day-to-day life, like when I'm going into a day when I know it's going to be body image tough, which honestly, which day isn't body <laughs> image tough? Um, I pray a lot about, okay, let me think for a second about what I can do with my body today. Like what is the purpose of my body today? Wow. If I'm about to be at one of my friend's weddings and I'm really insecure about how I look in the dress that I'm wearing or how mm. I compare to her or that... Instead, it's thinking about, like, who can I hug today? And, like, who can I provide affection with today? And how can I dance so that the bride feels like people are having so much fun? Like, (laughs) you know, like, like how can I serve with my body? And, like, doing, praying about that Mm. and then doing those things, like, in the active day just to help me shift away from how am I presenting to how am I serving. Oh, totally. I mean, I think that that is, that's, that's what we do in other every other area of our life, so that totally makes sense that body image should be no exception. Yep. And I think for me, one of the things I am amazed, and I think having a daughter makes me catch myself, mm-hmm. the amount of times that I start to say negative things oh, yes. about my body, yes. and it then makes me realize how many times a day I think negative things about my body. Yeah. I'm like, ah. Oh, I just jiggled or you know, <laughs> yes, think a exactly. thousand things. And I do think that negative self-talk mm-hmm. can kind of be the soundtrack that plays about our bodies yeah. rather than, wow, God has really gifted me mm. with this thing that yeah. carries me around all the time. Yeah. So how for you, I know you mentioned, you know, you mentioned disordered eating. Yes. And, um, and I know that's something... That, that you shared about struggling with at different times. Mm-hmm. I have struggled with disordered eating, especially as a teenager, but it's still a trap that I can yep. very easily fall into. And I think I'm very thankful my mom caught it when I was young mm-hmm. and kind of uh, intervened with some things that I, I really think I was headed on a, on a, on a really rough path. And I think mm-hmm. that a lot of young women today do struggle with that. And I shouldn't say young women, I think, Women all, of all ages yep, struggle everybody. with disordered eating. <laughs> and so I think for you, what has helped you when it comes... I love what you talked about with food. Mm-hmm. What helps you to reorient the way that you think about food and eating mm. and restricting mm-hmm. and kind of all these different things, right? Yeah. How have you kind of tackled the eating side Ugh. of body image? The eating side. Okay. <laughs> I love food. <laughs> Side note, we both love to cook. Yes, we do. And like, share recipes. As yes. long as someone else does the dishes, yes. we really, really Exactly. Like it. No, this is definitely one of our passions, for sure. Yeah. No, I mean, honestly, I think that... So, I remember being in high school, and after seeing a couple nutritionists with my mom, 
my mom and I had a long conversation about food and Mm. about how I was feeling with restriction. And to be honest, I think sometimes I can hide my restrictive tendencies Mm. even within my spirituality. I'm like, oh, I was way too busy with everything at church today and I skipped like a meal or two because I had this or that in my schedule or even like there, I think my brain can naturally be like, oh, well, I skipped three meals, but I don't actually feel that bad about it because mm-hmm. maybe that will mean that I lose weight. Like, and that's really exciting. And I think catching myself and myself in those thoughts and those feelings yeah. is something that my mom really helped me with um, and really helped me to start. Come on, Marla. I know. Thank you, Marla. Like start describing food and describing the experience of eating with a lot of positivity. Mm. One of the things that I found for myself, and this is just like a general human biology thing, is that when you're focusing on restricting, you binge. Like, mm-hmm. because you're putting your body in this very limited mode, your automatic reaction is to be like, you're trying to starve me. I'm not okay. And then mm-hmm. it reacts with binging. And then that's when you have this super unhealthy relationship with food because you have this, like, I didn't want you. And then I, like, overwhelmingly stuffed myself. And now I feel even more guilty. And so to be honest, whenever I'm tempted with restriction, I get open with that. Like I get open about that with the people in my life. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm having a really hard time. I skipped a meal yesterday and I'm kind of mm-hmm. feeling happy about it. And I need a couple prayers. Can you please help me? Like, yeah. And it's part of my confession, honestly, mm-hmm. when I... When I'm starting to feel tempted with restriction or when I'm starting to, to kind of look at foods as like calorie counts, mm. I have to confess that to the people that I'm close to. Yeah, because you know where it leads for you. Exactly. I know totally where it goes and it's really mm-hmm. scary. Yeah. So I think a lot of confession, a lot of openness and a lot of like learning how to cook and what kind of foods I really love and really enjoy. Mm-hmm. And when I'm in a place that's super restrictive, getting open and choosing to cook and eat food that I really love instead. Mm. That even like food, sure, that makes me feel healthy, whether or not you want to label some foods healthy, whatever. There's whole lots of debate oh, about right. that. Yes. But I think, you know, like I love nothing more than like a bunch of Greek food. It's just the best or like a bunch of Mexican <laughs> food. Like, stop <laughs> it, I'm gonna pass out. And so if I'm feeling particularly tempted to be restrictive or to be super negative about food and intake. I'll have the foods I really love and they help to remind me like this is a generous thing from God that I get to enjoy the thing that gives me life. Right, right. Oh, I love that. You know, one of my favorite verses is, um, I think it's in Psalms, taste and see that the Lord is good. Yep. And I remember going on, uh, when I was young, one of my like mentor in the faith took me on a time together (laughs) where we went out to a beautiful lake and we saw that God was good. Yes. And then we got donuts and we tasted it. That yes, that's good. amazing. And it was like one of those moments for me that like was God is real and he wants us to enjoy mm-hmm. life and he wants us to savor things. Yes. But I love what you're talking about. And I think, you know, obviously we all come at this from different angles. Totally. And I have had to try to lose weight after Mm -hmm. having babies, and there's unhealthy ways that I've tried to do that, and then there's healthy ways that we can try to lose weight. But I think that what you're talking about of this idea of what's our mindset Mm -hmm. and where is it leading, I Mm -hmm. think even if we are on kind of a health journey of trying to, okay, for my health, I need to lose some weight. 
there's a way to do that that brings God into it. Yeah. And then there's a way to do it that's just all about... Punishing yourself. Yes, punishing us. Yeah. And, and, and even all about us. Yeah. And not about just glorifying right. God and being the best that we can be for our friends and our family and, yeah. and God. And so I love what you're sharing there. I think that's so, so powerful. Okay. Mm-hmm. So last thing. Yes. Going into the summer. Yes. Any tips yes. that you would kind of leave us with? Oh, goodness. Just, <laughs> I know that's kind of loaded, but uh, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, for one thing, what I'd say is if you have clothes that don't fit you and you're spending all your time thinking about getting into a certain size to fit a certain article of clothing... Mm. Throw it in a box, put it in the basement, and go buy another pair of shorts. Like <laughs> rather than being miserable all summer. Why <laughs> be miserable every time you put them on? Like, why would you do that? Just just and if you're like, who knows, maybe I'll get back to that. Like, you don't have to throw them out. Like, I don't care, but don't leave them in the drawer for you to stare at Taunting. every day. Like, just don't do it. Just get another pair of shorts. It's really not that big of a deal. I promise. Like, I promise. Like, do not make your whole life about fitting into certain summer outfits. Amen. Um, summer is better than a pair of shorts. Summer is so much better. The freedom of, like, these are my legs. They've not seen sun for, like, eight months is so much more important than Can a Can you right... tell that we live in New England? Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I think that's one of them. And, you know, I think the other one is, and I went, I talked about this before, but I think when you're thinking about your health and your fitness, I think changing your goals to make them more about what you want to be able to do rather than what you want to look like mm. is so helpful. Yeah. Um, and you got to be careful because you can get kind of sneaky of like, I want to be healthy enough to run a 10K because what I really want is to look a certain way. Like, you got to be careful about it. That's okay. Like, whatever. We all have mixed motives. But I think it's really tempting to make exercising, like, a targeting thing mm. in certain areas of your body. And, you know, there might be, sure, maybe you need more upper body strength because you have to lift children five mm. hours Preach a day. It. Like, that's that's a thing that you got to think about. But I also think that it's it's tempting sometimes to make exercise into a sculpting thing Mm. rather than an enabling thing and so set a really positive goal that you're excited about whether Mm. it's being able to hike or being able to kayak or being able to play in a pickup soccer game whenever you want to without getting winded like whatever it is that will help you to feel really excited about Mm. what you're doing to be active is so much healthier than I don't want to see a single fold and roll when I wear this dress. Mm. Um, So I think, yeah, switching your goals around, don't be beholden to the size of your clothing, all of those things together really help make summertime better for me. I love that. That's great. I think this has been really helpful for those of you that also deal with body image things we are with you you're so not alone and uh katie thank you so much for everything that you shared i feel like this was definitely the mindset that i was praying about today (laughs) and literally like uh needing needing this conversation today and so i'm glad that that we could just talk these things through and um Thank you, everyone, for listening. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. If you liked the episode, 
do us a favor, leave a review. Do it. You know, share it. It helps <laughs> it to encourage more humans, which we always want to do. But thanks so much for joining us, everyone. We'll see you next week.